Welcome to Send Help. All we have in the desert is beer and movies podcast. This is a special warning at the beginning of the episode that not only does this podcast contain explicit language, but at the minute 59 and 36 seconds mark, Tyler tells of a dog bite he sustained in graphic detail. If you'd like to skip it, please go to the 59 minutes and 40 seconds mark. Now on to the show. I'm still super fucking surprised you've never seen Snatch with uh, Brad Pitt. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, you like dags? You like you like dags? I oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. <laughs> oh, that's what you're referring to. Yeah. I still don't think I've seen the movie, but oh, it's a it's a it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's got um fucking the the hot the hot blonde the hot bald guy uh Jason J no the duck. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> shit. Come on. Figure it out, Kendra Faith. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to Send Help. All we have in the desert is beard movies. Podcast. Um, yeah. Jason Statham. Oh, yes. okay. Jason Statham and Brad Pitt and Stephen Graham and yeah, that's it. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other people in it, obviously, but Snatch is, Snatch is a good movie. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Cool. Good stuff. Cool, 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 good cool. stuff. It's like it's like <laughs> in this. It, it was it was two thousand. So same Fight Club era, Brad Pitt. So shirts off, abs and V always shown and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tyler's just like let's fucking get into it, man. <laughs> Okay, this week we have another IPA, which Tyler is not going to enjoy. Uh, it is Terminal Gravity Hazy IPA, Future Legend. Not bad. No, it's pretty. It's pretty mild for an IPA. Yeah. No, it's a. They really like these like weird cans. Yeah, it's a juicy concoction. Uh, juicy is <laughs> not really the word. I would that's what use. it says on the corner. <laughs> or on I the know, corner. but like, yeah, gross. Yeah, with bold notes of mango and guava. I don't know why I said guava at first, but guava that nearly jump right out of the can. The best part about this beer is that it comes attached to five more. Cheers, friends. No, it might be attached to five more. It's not a guarantee. But it says that it does. No, it says the best part about this oh, beer might be might, that yeah. it comes attached. Oh, it might be that it becomes attached to five friends. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, this is all right. I'm hoping the headache that I have is akin to a hangover and that drinking will make it go away. <laughs> no, it's a lot it's a lot heavier than I re- than I remember. Like when when uh when my boyfriend brought it home, you had one. I he had one. Oh, I didn't ha- okay. cuz notice how there's now only 3 missing. So he had one. There's we each oh, have one. I, I yep. didn't see that there was a missing spot in the back of that yeah. six pack. Okay. So he tried it, and then I had tried it when he drank it, just because I couldn't help myself. And it was a lot crisper. Must have just been like sitting in the sitting in the fridge for two weeks has made it a little heavier and a little bit more potent, I guess. Maybe. Uh, maybe you should have just shaken it up before. <laughs> I'm not gonna shake up a beer before I drink it. It's like shaking up a coke before you drink it. That's hey just man, silly. Why spend? A longer amount of time enjoying the drink when you can just do it all in one go in like five seconds. I don't know, cause that sounds terrible and very gassy. Well, 
like that. <laughs> Pot ke- calling the kettle black right there. I don't know. I like it. I mean, it's not it's not very different from any other hazy IPA that's out there. Um, it's very similar to my favorite hazy, which is the, um, the hazy IPA from Sierra Nevada. Okay. So I like it. I give it a 4.3. All right. Uh, I give it a 3.8. Sorry. That metal mug, um, like once or I guess twice a day when the temperature drops enough, it will like pop. Yeah. Just kind of settling in with the temperature, I guess. Well, it's one of those insulated metal mugs, so it's a vacuum on the inside. Mm. Mm. I think it's the bottom of the mug. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Well, today we are continuing on our... uh, Baseball binge. Our baseball binge with the cult classic of The Sandlot. Uh, released in 1993, takes place in the summer of 1962. Okay. And it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I... I think, I think Tyler forgot how cheesy it was. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Because uh, when we were watching it, he's like, fuck. <laughs> this is so cheesy. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, just why? But it's also just the epitome of baseball friendship teamwork perfection i think the other thing that makes it great with the cheesiness is it's being told from the recollections of someone's childhood memories yeah and so of course everything they do is going to be super cheesy yeah like the brim of his fucking hat yeah the brim of his hat is the epitome of cheesiness <laughs> it's a bass pro shop hat, man. Yeah, yeah it's so bad it's like this this brim of the hat is i think longer than the like cap itself yeah. is wide yeah, so, it's like eight inches long. It's yeah, like, it, it's Christ. it's a massive brim of the hat. He looks like a fucking like little kid. Like he's supposed to be ten or something. Around there, yeah. He looks like he's five, wearing like his dad's baseball cap or something yeah. like that. No, yeah. well, the sad part is, is that his dad's dead. So. Hey, I mean, he could have inherited a baseball cap from his dead dad. Yeah, well. Looks like that may have been the only thing he inherited, other than maybe his scientific brain. I guess so. They don't really talk about his dad that much. Yeah. I also think Bill's a dick. Oh, God, of course he's a dick. Yeah. Of course he's a fucking Bill's dick. Bill's a stepdad. Until the end. Yeah, until the end where he's like... Okay, dude actually has some potential. Yeah. But you didn't show him the potential. He's asked you multiple times to play catch and... You're always like, ugh, I guess. I mean, he doesn't really do it like that. He says yes, but then he just doesn't follow through with the promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's just a dick in the sense of, yeah, I'll play catch with you, but I'm not actually going to play catch with you until the mother is like, bitch, you promised that you would yeah. play catch with me and or you with my son and, and you have like, yet to do it. So fucking get after it. It's like, okay, fine. I'll go out there. Yep. And then when it's just really being, like, bad, like, he's, like, the, he's acting like an older sibling who has been told to teach their, like, four or five-year-old sibling how to play catch, but they're, like, 12 or 13 or, like, really good at it, but they have no patience whatsoever. Yes, yes. I mean, dude doesn't even teach him how to throw a ball, which is ultimately how he ends up actually becoming part of the Sandlot team because he just puts himself out there yeah, and then throws the ball and then everybody makes fun of him. And then the next time he's just like, oh, I'm just going to run this ball into you because I can't throw the ball. Yeah. But he doesn't 
he's not ever taught how to throw a ball except for when he finally, like I said, puts himself out there with this team. But it's not also the team, it's Benny. Yeah. Benny is the one who's like, here's how you throw a ball. We all need a yep. Benny. Yep, we, we all, all need, need a Benny, Benny in our life. He, yep. he believes. Yep. yep, Benny and the jet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Benny the jet. But no, it's Rodriguez. so funny because we were watching it, and I had never put it together that it was an Elton John song, Benny and the Jets. And it's always just been Benny the jet to me. Well, I was the one who yeah, I, that's what it. I, that's what I was about to say, <laughs> is that we were watching it, and then all of a sudden Tyler's like, huh. I wonder if that's an Elton John reference. And I looked at him and I was like, you're fucking right. <laughs> that might be an Elton John reference because he's called Benny the Jet once he gets into the major leagues. And J- Benny and the Jets, man. Yeah. 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 Crazy. I've Crazy. actually seen Elton John in concert. I'm so jealous. It's so fucking great. I it bet was it was. At, uh, it was at a music festival at Golden Gates uh, Park in San Francisco. And we caught, we went, it was like this three or four day festival. Was with you? Yep. This was, uh, the, oh, sorry. This was, this was, was redacted with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I saved that beep from earlier. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so that it. was, that was the trip for the 21st birthday. Ah. Um, and we ended it in San Francisco. We went there and the, we came in midway through the artist before him, which was Sam Smith. Sam Smith's also pretty fantastic. So that came in. By the time Elton John had started, the sun had basically gone down below the horizon. And then a fog rolled in that was like 200 feet off the ground. And so all the lights and stuff were like showing up on the uh, clouds. It was fucking great. Oh, I bet that was magnificent. I also am really upset that she was with you. Because as much as I love her, I doubt she appreciated it about as much as I would have. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah maybe true. I don't yeah. know. Um, I mean, for the longest time, she didn't know who Willie Nelson was, up into her teens. Look, didn't know. All who, right, all didn't right. know She's... who U two was, which at the time when I asked her about this was uh, Dad's favorite band and artist, who, who he had talked about several times while she was present. She, I think, at that point also had not seen Forrest Gump or had just seen it. How are we related? I don't know. I don't know. She lived with I mom. love her. I love her so much. Like, she's the best. Remember, but she lived with mom, who wasn't really a big... Pop culture. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm not too surprised. Except for, like, when she does listen to, like, Elvis and Willie Nelson. I looked at her on the car ride this previous month, and I was like... I suggested that she watch uh, Arcane. Yeah. Uh, that's... It's such a good... I, I don't care whether you like video games or whatever or animated shows and stuff... It is just so good. Yeah. It is such a pretty show and also like... Pretty show? Like like, a, like visually, visually stunning? It is yeah. such a visually stunning show. And the actual like storyline is so fucking great. It is very brutal uh, in that it's a very adult uh, plot line, but it is so good. Yeah. If you like fantasy, it's like, damn. Interesting. Anyway. Interesting. Benny and the Jet. Yes. That's where we got off onto our tangent here. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, So, Scotty Smalls. Mm -hmm. Scotty Smalls. That's who the quote-unquote narrator slash main character is. Yeah. Uh, He is talking about the summer of 1962 where he learned how to play baseball. And how he learned how to play baseball was with these 
ragtag group of bullshit kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they just have a pickup game going yeah, all the I time. I mean, we have Squints. We have Yeah Yeah. We have the brothers. We have the one who... Got lost in the 60s? No, the one who uh, always copies his other brother, the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. The, those are the two brothers. Yeah, the two brothers. What do you mean got lost in the 60s? No, the, the old... It wasn't Squints. It was the other taller kid with glasses at the end when oh like, yeah, 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 yeah and he yeah. got really into the 60s and so no one's really sure yeah, what no happened to him it's like damn that's kind of yeah right he got really into the 60s and no one ever heard from him again oh 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 it's kind of dark yeah right for a kid's oh, show. <laughs> yeah i mean let's see it takes place in 1962 and smalls is probably yeah about 10 and then the other guys are probably 13, 14 ish. Yeah, I would say Benny is probably one of, if not yeah. the Yeah, and then also there. the guy who does get lost in the 60s is probably up there too. So 1962, he's probably 14. And then by the time he turns 18, it's 1966. And yeah, he's like, ah, I'm going to go to he Woodstock. I'll in, see you later. Yeah, he got <laughs> lost in the sea of people at Woodstock and was yeah. never heard from again. Yeah, but it's you want to know something really spooky? Hmm. So the guy who played um, Babe Ruth mm-hmm. in the the yeah visual the vision that he had died on the day that I posted our Instagram post about it. What? Yeah, that's kind of like, weird. Uh, right, Art. His name is uh, Art Lafleur, I believe, and R.I.P. Because he was also in Field of Dreams. Yes, he played. Uh, a White Sox guy in Field of Dreams. and I think he was like the first baseman. Yeah. And then he was also Babe Ruth in The Sandlot. So spooky, spooky coincidences that um, are super strange. But he died on November 17th, RIP. I'm not going um, to believe the superstition. Just purely coincidence. It's, it is it is absolutely totally coincidence. Like, we didn't cause dude's death. Like, I mean, he, I might like, have this he was like in his seventies ghost cat guardian angel thing that harasses me at night. But Yeah, right. right. But he is, <laughs> he is also, he played a wonderful Babe Ruth. And so he says in the movie, uh-huh. when he comes to Scott or Smalls as a vision, he no, says... No, he didn't come to Smalls. He comes to Betty. Betty. Yes, Betty. Yeah, uh, remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong. It is great advice. It really, really is. And so, RIP to Mr. LaFleur. I uh, don't know what happens after we die, but hope he's in a better place. And I appreciate, boy, that's what it is. I appreciate what he did to the Hollywood baseball film industry. I do i mean i'm sure he did more than the field of dreams and the sandlot but something tells me he probably played a gangster at some point i wouldn't doubt it i would not doubt it i would not doubt it but anyway so yeah i mean that's what the sandlot is about i mean if you're listening to this if you have not watched the sandlot please proceed to extricate exhume yourself from the rock in which you have living under and watch this fucking film it yes. is on disney plus that is where we watched it i'm not sure if our sisters watched this uh, however that doesn't really surprise me that much because she's not much of a sports person what are you talking about she gets heavily into sports when not, people are actually watching I, it i mean i've never really watched sports with her i didn't really grow up with her tyler that's that's, fair. that's all you yeah 
I mean, uh, by, whenever the time, we'd have, by the time like, I moved back here, she was, yeah. From what I can remember, every time we would go to a Super Bowl party or just, like, a party where baseball or something was on, mm-hmm. she'd always ask, like, who are we rooting for and what's the score? And would try her best to comprehend what was going on on screen. She meant, as she got older, she understood the rules of the game and didn't have to really worry about that that much. But even when she was younger, like, you know, middle school age and stuff, she still gave a little bit of interest to the game itself. Interesting. I mean, she has a favorite football team. She has a favorite baseball team. Yeah. What what is she, a Packers fan? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I think it's because she used to cheer for a team uh, when she was really young called the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, ASA, fucking ASA. <laughs> um, but yeah, though I guess that makes sense. But also, what the fuck? Doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I also, I think I'm also kind of surprised just because I can't picture her as a sports person. Also, she may have seen it. It is a Disney movie, and she was a huge Disney kid. I don't think it is actually a Disney movie. It just happens to be on it Disney+. It just happens Plus. to be on Disney+. Plus, Kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Ah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is not a Disney film. That's fair. However, it's on Disney Plus, and there's a ride at Disneyland, Disney World, all of those places that are dedicated to the film. So oh. I think that it may have like underlying Disney things, but I don't think that it actually has the Disney title on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, Disney Plus is where we watched it. Free with Disney Plus. Free with Disney Plus, yes. Uh, it is, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's wonder. Like I said, I don't think Tyler remembered how cheesy it was. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the moments that I remember liking the most is the moment that they actually try starting to get the ball back. Yeah. So From the Beast? Yeah, from the Beast. So the general synopsis... Because James Earl, James Earl Jones is also in this film. Yeah. Which is funny because he was also in Field of Dreams. Yes. Like, kind of like Art LaFleur. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the general synopsis of this movie is... Uh, Kid moves to Central California, I think. Something like that, yeah. Um, doesn't everybody's, know anybody. Everybody's Dodgers fans, so I'm going to say probably Southern California. Okay, Southern yeah. California. He doesn't know anybody in school's hot for summer, so in order to actually make friends, he goes and tries to kind of But he's make... also a scientist. He's got yeah. a scientist mind. He's a, he's a Tyler. Uh, yeah, he likes to... He, uh... he builds his bionicles and does all that, so... Excuse me, it's... I really never was into Bionicles. But and... you, but he has a scientist mind. Like that's okay. that's all I'm saying. Is He's that also he, playing he with was, an erector set. So really, really interested in baseball because his stepdad and just the idea of being in, into a sport yeah. and baseball was that sport. But he also was a scientist. But anyway, so he tries to establish contact with these kids. Uh, has kind of a rough go of it, uh, but is eventually able to be accepted uh, when. Benny, probably the oldest, but the best player on in the group, kind of extends, you know, his hand to kind of help him out, teach him, show him the ropes, and he finally gets accepted into this group. Well, one day when they're playing, uh, Benny destroys the ball in the first hit, and they can't get another ball, and so uh, this might have actually happened like a day before the thing or whatever, because they no, see it as I an think, open. I but... think I think he was part of it. Well, no, I mean like when they're destroying the ball versus him going and get the other ball, I think they didn't happen on the same day. I oh think, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's when he learns about the beast. Yeah. So the beast is a mastiff yeah. who lives in but on the outside of the field. The day that Benny destroys the ball is not the day he finds out the beast. 
No, he but that's how that. he learns about the beast. No, uh, he already knows about the beast at that point. When he when Betty destroys oh, the ball, because, they say well, it as an cause, omen. Yeah, because Betty or Ham Ham hits it over yeah. Ham hits it over the fence, and then he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, go get, get it, no yeah. problem. And they're like, no, you can't fucking go over there. There's a fucking beast. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, one of the days that uh, Smalls is playing, he actually gets to take a hit, and he. I think he's the one that hits it out, or Benny does, or somebody hits it uh, over the fence and they can't play anymore. And he's like, oh, well, I've got a ball. It's him. And so, what are you about? Well, no, no, different day. I don't think so, though. Yeah, it is, because no, I think, I think... He, d- he does not go get the Babe Ruth ball on the same day that he finds out about the Beast. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But Ham the... is the one that hits it over that then uh, causes him to want to go over and get it. And that's when they decided to tell him about the beast. This is like a few weeks later. Okay, so we're on different pages here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm talking about different events. Yeah. Uh, so someone hits the ball over the fence. He says, I got a ball. They tell him to go get it. And he goes to get a ball that's signed by Babe Ruth. No one checks the ball itself to see this. Which is silly. Like, it's so silly that nobody saw that this ball was signed by Babe Ruth. It, it, it totally blows The only one mind. that I can think doesn't get a pass is probably the person who fucking pitches the ball. Yeah, the the the, the token black guy. Yeah, the Nunes film. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I think is what his name is. But he's, he's the fucking pitcher. He's going to look at the ball and kind of like adjust it in his hand. Why the fuck did he not notice? Right. But anyway. Uh, but instead he just doesn't look at it and just yeah. gets the seams right and pitches it but anyway smalls is the one that hits the ball because it's his ball they're like oh well you get first dibs on actually hitting it and he just hits a homer right off the bat into the beast's field and he gets to i think second when he realizes that it went over the fence you okay (laughs) fight i'm fine i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) and he starts freaking out and they're like what's the big deal so you hit a good shot you know and he's like, no, you guys don't understand. Like, that is my stepdad's ball. It was and not my ball. It's signed by some some lady. Like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> the, what the fuck? Some baby Ruth. They're like, baby hey, Ruth. Yeah, because how, how Smalls was actually introduced to the group was he is sitting on... Him and them are his sitting porch. outside the drugstore. Well, he's sitting on his porch and then Benny comes up and he's like, hey, we need a ninth. Do you want to come play with us? And he's like, oh, I can't. My glove's busted. And then Benny ends up giving him one of his gloves. And so he's like, cool. So they go to the drugstore. They're mm-hmm. all sitting on buckets and they're just talking, whatever. And for Benny, baseball is life. Yeah. He baseball is the is definition life. of like, ball is life. Yes. They are all sitting there. They're just talking. Ham, squints. Yeah, yeah. The brothers, everybody, they're just sitting there talking, and they're talking about the great game, the great Gambino. Yeah, they're talking Hannah's about it, and doing Smalls, like an impression of it. Yeah, and Smalls is like with the cigar and everything, and Smalls comes up and he's like, "Who?" And everybody's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? The great Gambino, <laughs> the Colossus of Clout, the, the Colossus, Colossus of Clout." <laughs> 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 and and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, the, the totally. I know who that is, absolutely. And back then they didn't have Google, yeah. So he can't just Google these things. So oh. it's funny because he ends up making this list like things to research: the Great Gambino, yeah, the Colossus of Clout, things like that. And he never actually ends up doing it. Instead, he just ends up 
learning and playing ball. And so by the time that he brings this baseball into the forefront, he still does that. He, he has no idea who Babe Ruth is. And so he just, he's like, oh, I, well, I've, I've got a ball. It's fine. Some, some woman just wrote yeah. on it. it her it's name was like, like, her name was like Baby Ruth or something like that. And they're like, you just hit a ball over the fucking fence signed by Babe Ruth into the beast's fucking yard are you kidding you shouldn't me? even be playing with that right dumbass yep. yep no it was bad it was oh, bad man. oh man Are i these? could like, and he's like that's not my ball you don't understand you know and <laughs> everybody's like oh god it's a great gambino and she, he's like that's who the great gambino is like they're the same guy yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally totally awful and then it's just it, it, from there. It's just a montage of them trying to get the ball back, right? With <laughs> with multiple multiple things, with vacuums, with um, a kinetics thing that he puts together, like set. a catapult it is thing. The 60s. Yeah, it is okay. Yes, but uh, yeah, they first think like, well, you know, just shove a stick under the the fence, yeah, and we'll get it. And every time this just goes spectacularly wrong, just. The beast finds it and just completely destroys whatever mechanism or whatever that they've been, you know, using to do it. Yeah. And they are just, like, terrified every yeah. time. I, I just think it's hilarious. It's the other thing is... is super funny. And it, so one of, my, one of my favorite parts is when, before the Babe Ruth ba- baseball even happened, but before the Babe Ruth baseball. Is this the <laughs> The baseball. Is this the pool scene? Have you seen my baseball? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's the sleepover in the treehouse. The sleepover in the treehouse scene. When after the first ball is hit over the fence, I believe it's Ham who hits it. And uh, Smalls is like, I'll go get it. No problem. And everybody's like, no. And they Mm -hmm. just go and grab him. And they're like, you can't go over there. The beast is over there. Uh, I believe it's it's Squints who lives right on the property. Right on the other like next door yeah. neighbors to the beast and all that stuff and they have a tree house nice tree house really nice tree house really nice tree house like i wish i would have had this tree house as a kid like this tree house could probably be rented to a person yeah it could be like an airbnb yeah like, yeah um but squints is telling the story of the beast and it's so funny because squints is probably my favorite of them all. Of them all. Like, I love Yaya. <laughs> he is I, such I, a bullshitter. He is such a bullshitter. But I, I, I love Yaya. When I was younger, like, Yaya was hot as fuck. Like, I did I not realize why he Yaya. was called Yaya until we watched it this time. Because I don't think I was paying attention before. Yeah. Yeah. It's because he says Yaya all the time. He says Yaya. He just, he just does. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you do this? And yeah, 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 I did that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, he says things twice a whole bunch. Yeah. He's got this weird speech uh mannerism that he does yeah 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 but squints is probably my favorite like every time he takes off his glasses and he posts it on his uh, like rubs it on his shirt i'm like relatable it's fine it's fine like i have i have glasses that are pretty similar to squints's yeah i can attest to that (laughs) but he's telling the story of the beast and he's just he gets so high-pitched and he's like (laughs) he's like and he did and he liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the beast, 
basically they have a sleepover in the treehouse and they tell smalls the story of the beast and honestly like not that there's anything wrong with this but i do believe that smalls is like mildly autistic okay yeah because just of the way he's like oh yeah you you know just like a war he's just socially awkward which he's just socially awkward because he's approaching a whole group of kids where ball is life yep and he knows fuck all about baseball other than it uses bats, baseball gloves, and a ball. Yeah, he I mean, his, no first, his first baseball glove is literally made out of plastic. But, but it, yeah. his grandma gave him when he was six or something yeah. like that. And the first time he attempts to actually catch a ball and make contact with it with the ki- other kids, it completely destroys the glove. Yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah. Also, I think I had one of those gloves when I was younger. And those things fucking hurt. The They're Sultan made... of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout. I'm sorry, I was okay. just like, I was looking at the. <laughs> I know it's super random, but I was looking at, uh, I was looking up quotes, and it was so funny. Like Smalls is like, I was gonna put the balls back, or I was gonna put the ball back. Squint says, but it was signed by Babe Ruth, and Smalls says, yeah, you keep saying that. Who is she? <laughs> and Ham is like, what, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just looking it up. And, you know, the, the Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout, Babe Ruth, the, the Great Gambino. <laughs> oh my God, you mean that's the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> and Benny's like, Smalls, Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player that ever lived. People, see, people say that he was less than God, but more than a man. You know, like Hercules or something. That ball you just aced to the beast is worth, well, more than your whole life. And he's dead. And he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Smalls falls down and says, I don't feel so good. <laughs> give me a, give me a, give me a. Give me a, give me a. <laughs> so I was, when I was writing down notes for this film, when we were watching it, I do want to point out that in the opening baseball scene. Mm-hmm very first baseball scene in the whole film they have a song about finger popping finger popping yeah like like cracking the knuckles I, no or... i don't i don't know what it's about but it's just it just kept saying finger popping <laughs> I, I don't recall know. this I, I really don't i could not freaking hang i was sitting there and i was trying so hard not to laugh because I'm just like the idea, like just the the phrase finger popping. Maybe it's the thing where you put like your finger in the mouth and do the pop. Yeah, noise. yeah. Lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. Yeah. Ba-dum, ba-dum, Maybe that's what finger popping <laughs> yeah, is. But no, no I mean know. back then, but like now, finger popping is a very different phrase. I, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Fingering a girl. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as finger popping. You've never referred to it as finger popping? Or you've never heard it referred to as no. finger popping? No! Oh my god. You and I <laughs> run into very different circles. What circles? Tell me what circle in which I revolve in. Look. I have zero friends, Growing man. up, every one of my friends was like, you know, these straight cut AP student kids, man. I was, I was considered the like delinquent of the yeah, group finger pop in time by hank ballard and the midnighters which i guarantee that they don't mean it the exact same way in which i took it however it's an opening sequence with children and all i hear is finger popping and i'm like this is inappropriate <laughs> yeah i did not run with these crowds that 
same kind of crowds that you did growing up. Okay? I guess. Remember, I guess. of my group, I was the delinquent. I was the one who parents were like, okay, I guess you can hang out with our kid, but we're going to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Because I was the one who was, you know, I didn't go to church or I All that cussed and shit. and jaw jacking. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I was just a fucking average kid who didn't care for church and wanted to just kind of have fun rather than spend, you know, five hours a day doing homework and studying and everything. I was one of the only ones of my friends who didn't have a limit on how long they could play video games after school. Yeah, but what I was what I was gonna say was I put something here. I put the night we collectively ruined forty people's lives, Bummer, and dude. I can't remember what night that was. That was when they went to the amusement park and threw up. Oh yes, okay, yes. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me. I was sitting there. I was like, what did I mean by that? <laughs> Dagila. So they. <laughs> So, um, the guy who got lost in the 60s, unfortunately, I can't remember his name. Of course it's this guy. Yeah. He steals, like, a box of chaw from his parents, and they all go to the fair. Yeah. And they end up each having way too much tobacco put in their mouths. Like, they don't understand the concept of actually chewing tobacco. They put... Probably like a fistful each. Into their mouth. <laughs> Into their mouths. And only and that, they, because they don't really know about it, they probably actually like swallowed, swallowed it. Some. Yeah. <laughs> oh! That, yeah. Yeah. I, As somebody who has smoked cigarettes for half of their life, I still cannot deal with chewing tobacco. It is a lot. As someone who's never smoked in their life, just the idea of putting tobacco in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, good for you. I envy you. I wish I never would have done it. But like I said, I I, I put it... Keep you from doing anything else. Yeah, I (laughs) I put it in my notes as the night they collectively ruined 40 people's lives. And that was basically... I don't know if that was actually like said. I think we just mentioned like, wow, you just ruined like everyone's night. (laughs) Because they each had a ball And then they went onto a fucking tilt-a-whirl. Yeah. In their mouths, and then all of a sudden, everybody's vomiting. They're all super stoked. They're feeling that initial Mm. nicotine high. Well, no, they're all still stoked because that's the day that they beat the shit out of the, like, actual baseball player uh, team. Yeah, the... the, 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 the baseball team that they have like the most awesome insults with <laughs> oh my gosh it's amazing it's uh, I mean, their playground insults yeah so it's uh their arch rivals they come and they come up to on their on their bikes yeah and Just it's, a kid, it's a kid named phillips and he's like it's easy when you play with a rejects and a fat kid <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah poor ham and Benny's like, shut your mouth. And Ham's like, what'd you say? Crap face? <laughs> <laughs> and Phillips says, you shouldn't be allowed to touch a baseball except for Rodriguez. You're an insult to the game. And Ham says, come on, we'll take you on right here, right now. Come on. And Sandlot kids all are all up behind him. And Phillips says, well, we play on a real day. Di- we play on a real diamond porter. You ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. And Ham says, watch it, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips says, shut up, idiot. Ham. Moron. Phillips. Scab eater. Ham. Butt sniffer. 
Philip says, pus licker. <laughs> Pam says, fart smeller. <laughs> <laughs> and then Philip says, you eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. And then Ham says, you mix your Wheaties with your mama's toe jam. <laughs> <laughs> this whole back and forth is just so stupid. And then Philip says, you pop for apples in the toilet and you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ham says the ultimate, ultimate insult. You, you play, play ball like a girl. <laughs> what did you say? You heard me. Tomorrow, noon, our field. Be there. Buffalo butt breath. <laughs> <laughs> Count on it, pee drinking and crap see, face. <laughs> of course the Sandlot kids fucking beat the shit out of them because they're there every day yeah. just yeah, I mean, fucking playing. And those kids probably haven't played since school ended. Yeah. I mean, like, go back to the time that Smalls is introduced to the Sandlot kids. It's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And that's what they keep mentioning. Benny's like, okay, let's get to the diamond. And all the kids are like, Benny, it's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's too early for this it's shit. It's too early for this shit. But ball is life. Ball is life. Ball is life. Or, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the pool day. Yeah, yeah, and Squints are coming back from the drugstore after getting a ball. Yeah, and it's like way too hot to play. Yeah, it's way too fucking hot to play. And Benny's it's like, like, it's the Midwest. No, it's California. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We already talked about this. Yeah, um, it's California. But I was thinking of They're there drinks. with a full cooler full of drinks and everything, sitting in the shade, but they're just dying. And they're like, Benny, it's too fucking hot. Just too hot for ball, man. I forget. There was something funny said, but I can't remember. It's like 500 degrees. Oh, yeah. I can't remember either. Uh, but yeah. I've seen Benny's this movie like, a million times, yeah. and for some reason, I can't quote it for the life of me. And Benny is like, well, you know... He said something like, would you guys rather be such and such long string of just insults and everything, or would you uh, like to quit being weenies and come play ball? And they're just like, yeah, I could live with that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, it was some long string <laughs> of just like, like... He was like, I don't want to play, so we're going to go to the pool. And so they go to the pool. And so they go to the pool. And Which, Squints gets his moment of fucking God, fame. Fucking Squints, man. Fucking Squints. This shit would never fly today. Oh my God. Yeah. He basically fakes drowning in order to get Wendy Peppercorn, the lifeguard, to give him mouth to mouth. So he, Squints can't swim. Mm -hmm. And also, he's a really tiny human. I think he's probably like the second youngest uh, besides the younger brother. Yeah. Because he is much smaller he is and shorter. Very than the small, and so he goes to the deep end. Yep. And jumps off the the, the, diving, the board. diving board, and Wendy Peppercorn, who is the hot blonde, who is showing way too much skin for the sixties. I'm surprised she was even able to get get away with it. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess the sixties is probably when like everybody. It's, well, bikini was, yeah. bikinis existed in the sixties. Yeah, but she wasn't wearing a bikini. She was, she was wearing, wearing one piece. piece so, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she's she's the one step below the frontier of the time when it comes to swimwear, so she's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I guess she's she's okay. Like she's not like Margot Robbie hot or Bonnie McMurray or Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not. I mean, she's okay. But it's so funny because he pretends, or he does actually probably drown a little bit. 
Yeah. Especially since he can't well, swim. Well, he's not there long. No, I mean, he's not in the... He's not I in mean, the, he's literally just... He, he jumps off the diving board and all of his friends start to panic, which causes her to panic because yeah. all of his friends are like, he can't fucking swim and we know that. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what was funny, though, is up to that moment, they're all just like, shh, 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 let's watch. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? Oh, shit, he jumped. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker jumped. <laughs> and then they all start to panic, which causes... Wendy, who is a lifeguard, to panic, yeah. and she goes in and she, she saves him, ends up giving him mouth to mouth, and all that. And there's like it's it's actually kind of a long. Yeah, she does mouth to mouth to him like three or four three times. or four times, and then all of a sudden, Squints opens his eyes and smiles at his friends, and shit eating grin. She does shit eating grin, and he's just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing mouth to mouth with the hottest bitch in town right now. <laughs> and then she does it again, and the motherfucker like grabs, grabs her the back of her, her head, head. <laughs> pulls her in close, like right. fuck. Right, and then the narrator, who is Smalls, says this. He says Michael squints, Palidorius walked a little taller that day, <laughs> and we had to tip our hats to him. He was lucky she hadn't beat the crap out of him. We wouldn't have blamed her. What he done was sneaky, rotten, low, and cool. <laughs> Not another one among us would have ever done that in a million years, even for a million dollars, have the guts to put a move on a lifeguard. He did. He had kissed a woman, and he had kissed her long and good. We got banned from the pool forever that day, and every time we walked by after that, the lifeguard looked down from her tower, right over at Squint's, and smiled. <laughs> Wendy was Wendy did what she did on purpose. Like yeah. she watched these young men watch her. Yeah. She she knew exactly what she was doing. She was just one of those women. Yeah. But then the second someone act someone acted on it, she was like, "Oh fuck you!" You know. So well, I think it was also the unhanded, underhanded way of doing it. I too. mean, yes, absolutely. But I mean, I mean no she... kids, no kids gonna go up to her and be like, "Hey, baby, what you doing?" You know, no, no. But Squints was like, "I am going to pretend to drown, so this woman has to put her mouth on me." There's no other Man, way. Man, imagine yeah. if it backfired in the ma the male lifeguard that was there. Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But it, it, you know, it's an early, it's a you know, early '90s Disney film. They can't film two guys even locking lips in this situation. Oh no, no, no! Especially since it takes place in the '60s. There's yeah, no of way. Yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, it was it was released in '93, which you weren't even born yet. Yeah. Yeah, this film is older than you. <laughs> yeah. You fucking child. Wow, I'm such a youngin'. Look, I turned 30 in exactly a month. I want to fucking die. I, I'm, right. I'm picturing, like, the day your birthday comes, like, you're just gonna, like... I'm gonna dress in all black and just, like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, what you should do is you should hold <laughs> off, like, let the party get going. Like, you had to go get something from the store, but secretly you went off into, like, the bathroom or something, and we're gonna come out in, like, this, you know early 1900s like conservative dress with like a cane your hair has been like grayed out you got like the granny smith glasses and everything and you're like walking out like is this party for me <laughs> <laughs> shut up hey fucking do it it's a fucking monday i turned 30 on a monday which is totally 
normal for my life. Like, fucking turn 30 on a Monday, kill me. But I think I'm just going to have people over for board games that night. Yeah. I'm telling you, fucking do it. It'll be so fucking I'm not funny. I'm going to, though. So funny, I'm though. I'm going to. So funny, though. I'm going to. Okay, but let's Anyone try, listening let's... here is going to be like, wow, that would be fucking hilarious. Why isn't she doing this? In fact, people listening to this might be at that party, so they're going to be disappointed when you don't do it. The people who are listening to this are already planning my 30th birthday party. It's just not happening until a month after my 30th birthday party because my 30th birthday is five days before Christmas and it's really hard to book anywhere because of all the fucking Christmas parties. So... And you know what? We should just cancel Christmas. We can't cancel Christmas. You know what? We're on Christmas. Declared. Let's go. We can't. We can't. We can't. As much as I would like to, I can't. And also, I go to church every Sunday, and I know the significance of Christmas. Hey, I mean, think of it this way. Great publicity for the podcast. Because as soon as someone declares war on Christmas, you know Fox News and all the other fucking media outlets and stuff, they're going to pick that up and run with it. And they're going to be like, two podcasters, for some reason, out of Nevada, have declared on Christmas. For some reason. We're not really sure, seeing as though one of them is a regular churchgoer. But the other one, however, doesn't seem to be. So he must be the main mastermind. But anyway, somewhere in there. A scientist, a physics major. (laughs) Somewhere in there, the podcast might get mentioned. So, hey, free publicity. (laughs) You know what? Let's give it a shot. Fuck it. We're canceling Christmas, everybody. We're canceling Christmas. Fox News, give us a holla. (laughs) This has been your podcast episode from the War Room on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so let's talk about the fateful day where he does hit the babe ruth ball over the fence i thought we already did well we haven't really talked about the the strategies in which to get it back but see they do that over the course of like the next few days they do uh i but... think i think the stick and everything that was first day but when they do like the um vacuum the vacuum the, the... Va- so we got to talk about the explosion here <laughs> damn yeah so the uh, the vacuum sequence <laughs> fucking kills me. I can't. They're like initiate vacuum one, initiated, initiate vacuum two, initiated. They totally they they Need take more they take power. yeah they take a they take a catcher's mask, and yep. they attach it to the end of a vacuum, vacuum suction tube, yeah. yeah, and Squints is looking through a a stethoscope. A periscope. A pe- yeah, a periscope. Thank you. A periscope. A periscope. It's fine. Is it it's made fine. of asparagus? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> he's looking through a stethoscope made of cereal boxes. Yes. Looking into the yard where the beast is. Well, like we had said before, the beast steals baseballs. However, it's like a it's like a a mastiff. It's like a um, yeah. It's just a bull mastiff a bull mastiff that our grandmother has um had had uh what were their names uh leroy was the leroy leroy and uh there was another one the woman the the girl the girl one but anyway daisy, our, I our, think? I don't know. yeah daisy is probably right actually that sounds leroy right. supposed to be mine I know, leroy <laughs> Le- our our grandmother had beautiful mastiffs oh yeah leroy was such a sweetheart leroy was such a sweetheart beautiful giant cuddle bucket. i mean like i'm five foot nine and 
that guy was above my hip. Yeah. He was it, fucking huge. He was massive, but he was so wonderful. Oh, yeah. Such a lover. He would just come up, put his paws on your shoulders, and just be like, hi, I love you. Or he'd, I, you know, he'd be standing there and just come over and just, like, lean against you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you're like, okay, I'm going to fall over, but it's okay because you're perfect. <laughs> I mean, he was like a good, like, 160-pound dog. Yeah, he was, he was, he was the goodest boy. He was a good boy. He's a good boy. He's that's a what good he is. boy. He was a good boy. And uh, <laughs> that's basically what the beast is. Yeah. Uh, here in Sandlot. And... So, but every time before you actually see him for the final like chase scene, it's like this big puppet dog that is like the size of a bear. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a muppet. It's it's massive. It's the paw is. But I mean, as if the fucking dog looked face, like that shit, of course I'd be fucking yeah, terrified. Yeah, but he really isn't that much of a beast. Like the only problem is, is that he is a big dog. That's yeah. it. However, he doesn't eat the balls. Nope. He doesn't, he doesn't, he just buries him. He just, he doesn't even bury him. He just puts him in a pit. Yeah. He's just like, Hey, like, here's all my balls. I probably should have worded that differently, but I mean, he isn't <laughs> neutered. Uh, yeah. No, he's definitely not neutered. You see, you see dog balls <laughs> a lot, a lot in this film, which you're probably like, um, this is a kid's film. Why are there dog balls right there in my face? But anyway, um, Look, I, I didn't need to be showing Christmas ornaments this early in the year. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, so you have the vacuum sequence where some dude, I think it's the older brother of the... the. I think he's the one in charge of like the... No, he's not the ones in charge of the vacuum sequence. He's somewhere. I don't I know, but he, he has like this philosophical speech. And he's like, he's like, hmm, we're going about this all wrong. <laughs> we... The beast is ground-based. The beast is ground-based. We should come in from the air. He'll never expect that. Yeah, and so they put Yaya in a harness and with catcher's gear and drop him down into the field or into the backyard. <laughs> and Yaya has it. Uh-huh. He has the ball. And then he gets spooked and drops the ball. Which fucking is, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah, man. Like I'm like, you have it. You have it. Throw it over the fence. Like, fucking in a panic. Just, ah! <laughs> just go after it. Also, why did they have him just on the fucking bicycle thing doing the winch? Yeah. He's obviously having a lot of trouble with it. And then you have, you know, all this manpower that you could just have people on the road. Yeah, right. Just pulling it. Just yeah. pulling it. But instead, they just have Which is have what they one... eventually do to get him out. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. But also, the dog is not that dangerous. They have this. They have this thing in their mind mm-hmm. where he's dangerous. But then also there is that sequence where that dog is chasing Benny throughout the town. Yeah, but if you ever run away from a dog, they're just gonna fucking chase you. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Also, yeah. the beast kind of like threw the ball down. Is like fucking come and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, what it is is that Benny is visited by Babe Ruth. Yeah. In the middle of the night, and he's like, Babe Ruth is just like. You just gotta go get it, man. Like hop over the fence. And go get hop it. over the fence and get it. I don't That's understand simple. what your fucking problem is here. <laughs> so Benny's like, okay, well, I guess I'm hopping over the fence and getting it. I just need y'all to have my back as much as you can. And then he goes over. Yeah. He gets the ball. Dog ends up okay. chasing him throughout town. 
Fucking great use of Wipeout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and it's so funny because even though I know that Wipeout is not in Pulp Fiction, uh-huh. I want to watch Pulp Fiction every single time I hear the... It's because of a... It's probably because it sounds so yeah. uh, close to... It's, it's pretty Loom. similar, like the uh, the Pulp Fiction uh, intro theme. Like It's just... We'll say this, as someone who's played both of these songs... The Pulp Fiction one's much harder to play. Well, I believe it. I believe it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah, just, whew. Yeah. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Miserloo. What? The Pulp Fiction one? Yeah. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it long, but it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, what is the name pretty sure that i am right but i'm probably pronouncing it wrong yeah okay yeah that's what it's called yeah miserly yeah yeah by dick dale that's a yep. terrible name <laughs> dick dale and the deltones yeah uh but every Played time i hear every time string. i hear Wipeout, i think of that it, even though i know it's a completely different song i just the the it, it's the same genre of music it's yeah. uh surfer music yeah yeah. Surfer rock. Yeah. But so Benny ends up running through the town, being chased by the beast. These poor chefs. I know. I they know. have this but, huge, yeah. like, six tier cake for this Founders Day festival. And they survive Benny and the dog coming through and all the kids. And they set it down only to be fucking, like, showered in their own cake when a stilt walker falls on the table. Man. Yeah. Those guys. Also, when they show the cake go up in the air, it's all one piece, and then it, like, comes down. But when it hits the chefs, it's like someone just took a bunch of pieces of cake and threw it at them. Well, I mean, that's probably exactly what happened. I know. It's just a continuity thing. I I think it also probably would have hurt if they had actually dropped Dropped an entire, like, four-tier cake on you. Yeah. this cake is, like... Speaking of which, I forgot to tell you, I got you a thing of 40 snickerdoodle cookies. Fuck, man. <laughs> I have it at my freezer at work. I'll bring it to, I'll bring it home tomorrow. Well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> you got the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Tyler part. loves sticker doodle cookies, I, I, man. I, I, I gotta get my fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh I, I bought some off of a like a a, a charity <laughs> thing with a, my foreman's granddaughter yeah. but anyway yeah, yeah. so it was Sn- like, snickerdoodles are yeah, yeah. by far my favorite cookie <laughs> yeah. which our younger sister man she makes the best fucking snickerdoodles i know i know it is i i can't i can't guarantee that and these are like, going oh, to be the same the because box. they're just little squares that you bake yeah but she's like i made them out of a box of mix and i'm like i don't care like i've had box <laughs> out a mix or whatever but for whatever reason the magic that you bestow upon these cookies makes them arise <laughs> above the very physical plane that we exist upon. <laughs> and it is a spiritual experience to eat these cookies. Yeah, but no, I got Snickerdoodle and I got Confetti cookies. All right. So there's 40, uh, 80 cookies. We have 80 cookies to bake. <laughs> 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 but anyway, that's the, but any, so yes, Benny ends up ultimately going back to the Sandlot and coming back into the yard where the beast should belong 
and the fence. I don't know what he expected to happen when that when he did that. I don't expect. I don't understand either. But I mean, it's I, also it's also just like one of those things where you just kind of let it happen. Because and also, just, if he's gonna run around the house, like the neighborhood and all this other stuff, just go to his fucking house. Right. Go inside somewhere. Yeah, just go inside. Yeah, right. Just lock the door. Yeah. I mean, yes, the bees could literally just burst through a fucking fence that's made out of, like, plastic corrugated panels and shit, but still, just go somewhere he yeah. can't. No. But he ends up back at the sandlot, he jumps back over the fence, and then next thing you know, the fence is on top of the dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog is, his, the dog's name is Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I I, per, I prefer the original Heracles. Thing yeah, yeah. I think I think I think of a few different things. I think, I think um, zero to hero, just <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> so I either think that Hercules or I think Doctor Doolittle. Hercules. Hercules. I mean, in that yeah. like flashback where uh, Squints is telling him about it. Yep. When he gets the dog, man, that dog really went from zero to hero. <laughs> fucking yeah. fast yeah throws him a whole side of a beef and yeah. just he like the dog just yanks it into the trailer or yeah. whatever yeah. no Jesus. i mean he's a massive dog and yes i understand the terror in yeah. which that dog brings but also one that dog did not live that long like there's no especially well, he a mastiff. Lived to like, be like, 199 but leroy was our leroy he lived to be like 12 nine not, i think like 10 and a half something like that he did not live to be that long yeah that dog did not live that long but 199 years in dog years is a long time for a dog i guess i guess but they're probably working off of the seven years principle for dog years so let's see 199 divided by seven supposedly lived almost 28 and a half years fucking right no not even not even a pure breed healthy dog will live that long well, maybe a, maybe a cat i think pure the breeds longest... tend to have health problems more than yeah i think do. i think the longest cat to ever survive is like 32 years or something like that yeah and, and I think cats still live cooking. a lot longer they're still kicking too yeah yeah i but anyway so back to where we were the the fence falls onto the beast yes and smalls is like no we gotta help him we gotta help him you know to help me pick up this fence He's like, I'm the only one who's not a piece of shit here. Right, Come fucking yeah. help me. And then everybody helps him lift the fence off no, the dog. No, only Benny does. Oh, okay, yes. Only Benny does. Benny and Smalls get the fence off the dog. And the dog ends up going up to Smalls and looking him, like, right in the face. And Smalls is like, I, um... I, honestly, I bet the first time I watched this movie, I had flashbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your poor face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah to, to give you guys some reference here, <laughs> tell him about it. So, when I was, like, I think two and a half or three years old, we were at, like... Ah, uh, you... Three? Three-ish, yeah. Because yeah, the, the pictures that I've seen, you're, you're a little bigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. um... I very stupidly got into a dog's face um, and was like petting it and everything. And I had been told numerous times to stay away from this dog because he was kind of a grouch and not particularly great with kids. But I had been petting him for like a good 30 seconds or so. And I, I like look over to, you know, mom and was like, see, look, he's fine. And then was he ah! a Rottweiler? No, he was a black lab. Oh, yeah. really? Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, I was not there for this. So he bit a very sizable chunk out of my face. Yep. Um, basically from 
just outside of my eye to my ear and then from just above my eye down to probably around lip level yeah it was it was a pretty good chunk i remember Um, that i remember the stitches i remember very vividly like getting loaded into the car and not feeling anything because at that point i was in shock and actually reaching up and like touching it and like coming away with pieces of my face on my hand (laughs) um i've been told that you could see parts of bone underneath as well um sorry if you really are squeamish and listening to this it, but no, it was it was pretty gnarly. Um, but I have four scars on my face, uh, three of which have, for the most part, faded, and one is still there. Um, but basically, one for each fang of the dog. Yep. There was one that was directly underneath my eye, which you can only see if I like uh, raise my like tense my muscles. Yeah, I see There's it. There's a little yep. dimple there, which been fucking sweet. If it had been a bigger scar, I'd been like, man, I got this nice, you know, war scar, battle scar right under my eye, like some fucking edgy badass. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler got attacked by a dog. Yeah. He also got hit by a, a fucking horseshoe. <laughs> From my understanding, it was not the only time that I was hit by a horseshoe. <laughs> Tyler. I, re- I remember one time in, in uh, our uncle's backyard. Yeah, he had a horseshoe pit. <laughs> yeah, he had a horseshoe pit. And he just got fucking clonked by a fucking horseshoe. And I'll never forget the image. Like, it was just thrown. And then all of a sudden, I see his head fucking. <laughs> and just, I'm just like. <laughs> bam, take it out. I will never forget it. Boom, I will never, I was probably like eight. Like, I was not that old. You were not Luckily, that old. Luckily, it was the uh, the actual, like, curve of the horseshoe that hit me. Yep. Not, the, not, not the, the hook. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. No, Tyler was accident prone as a child. It's fine. Um, I somehow sprained my wrist falling onto a bench. Like, my back hit the bench, <laughs> and I think my arm, like, flung out and hit the ground so hard it sprained my wrist. That's all right. I got hit by a foul ball at a baseball field. Yeah, that, that was the thing we were referring to last episode. Yeah, was yeah. She got hit in the back with a foul ball, um, which I think... But we also realized that you were allergic to garlic at a baseball field. I... See, my recollection of me finding out I was allergic to garlic was when we had spaghetti that one time and I broke out in hives. Ah, see, I, think I don't it was recall garlic the, fries at a baseball field. Because... If they had known that, <laughs> I would not have been served that spaghetti. But also, if they had known that, you wouldn't have been served the fucking garlic fries at the baseball field. But that's why I'm saying, I don't know, like, what the fuck happened. I don't know either. I don't either. The, the, the good thing is, is that you're not allergic to garlic anymore. And yeah, I'm that is... Like- that is a godsend because I use garlic and everything. So. I had this weird thing happen to me when, like, the Twilight stuff was going on in school. As Twilight, soon, like... Yeah, like, the Twilight series. The Twilight series, like, the vampire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So, this was back before I got braces and everything, and so my two upper incisors were, like, almost sticking out over my bottom lip. Okay. That's how much they kind of, like were pointed out a little bit. And a few girls found out that I was allergic to garlic and fucking just insanity ensued for like a good day and a half or so. Wow! All over my room, she no, gets beer. not all over your room. I moved it over to the plastic. And onto my bed and oh my God. It's like a drop on your bed and I can't fucking help that it freaking did what it did. <laughs> sure you could. No, I couldn't. 
You didn't actually have to take my uh, advice to shake it up beforehand to hard, you know? Here, I'll go grab something. But also, like, only, like, a drop or two got on your bed. It's okay. I was planning on washing my bedding here soon anyway. Yeah, yeah. but I was also like, oh, where do I go? And then I saw the plastic, and so at least I got to the plastic. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, man. Damn it, Bobby. Or kill him, Miss Smalls. Janet, I love you. <laughs> you ever seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, I have. It's just been a long fucking time. I'm glad you have at least seen it. I'm going to go grab some paper towels here. I think you're the one who made me see it. I don't think so. I think so. When? I, why the fuck would I have watched it otherwise? When? I think... Because I haven't watched it in years. Oh, this was back, like, you were maybe... Oldest you could have been it was, like, a freshman in high school. Serves you right. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Fucking Kendra and her party fouls. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things. No, my cats are why we can't have nice things. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. The proper term was this is why we can't take you anywhere. <laughs> but anyway, the point of the matter is, is that... Smalls is like, hey, let's help the dog. And the dog is like, oh, I appreciate your help. Here's all the balls that I stole from you. You got some balls, kid. Yeah. Here, have some balls. Yep. <laughs> my, I think uh, one of my favorite things is earlier in the movie, they're like, oh, we can't play the ball. And Smalls is like, well, why don't we just go ask Mr. Myrtle to go get it for us? And they're like, no, that's a stupid idea. He's the meanest, meanest guy ever. Right. And then he finally comes out after this whole chase sequence and stuff happens. And he's like... Well, why didn't you just ask me? I could have fucking got it for you. Yeah. And everybody fucking goes after Squints. It's the yeah. best. Because <laughs> Squints is, is the one who's like, no, you can't just fucking do that. You can't, yeah. You can't just fucking do things. Yeah. yeah you can't just <laughs> ask someone to get something out of their backyard. It's outrageous. And then fucking Mr. Myrtle is the best kind of guy. He, well, I mean, like he I knows said, it's that, James Earl Jones again. Yeah. He knows the Smalls is fucking dead. And he, so he's like, you know what? I have no use for what I have here. And while... You need it more than yeah, I do. He's like, oh, you, this ball was signed by George? Yikes. Yeah, you're fucking dead. However, I have You're not something... just in trouble. You're dead where you stand. <laughs> yeah, but um, I have something here that may... Help. Help. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a baseball signed by the 1927. It, it's it's signed by all of the Yankees of the team that Babe Ruth played with, so it's got like Lou Gehrig and yeah. all them on it. Yeah, it's like the 23 Yankees or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, it has all of their signatures on it. And the reason why he has that is because Mr. Myrtle personally knew all these guys. He was uh, part of the Negro Leagues and was such a good player that they recognized his... Uh... Yeah, but how did he go blind again? Shit. Uh, he got hit in the head with a ball. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, because I was sitting here and I was thinking, like, why Why did he go blind? I could not think of it. Yeah, he's so blind, thank by you. the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's quote-unquote blind. But Well, I mean... He walks around his house very easily and everything, but if you're blind and you live in the same place for years and years and years, you probably have, like, the you layout. You know the memorized. layout, yeah. But he has an entire room dedicated to baseball. Yeah. And so he is like, yeah, you're fucking dead for playing with this Babe Ruth baseball. So here is this baseball. 
And all I ask in return is that you come and you talk to me about baseball once a week. Yeah. That's it. Like, come and talk to me. Uh, in you fact, know, like, I'll, I'll, also, bet... all you needed to do was come and ask me and I would have gotten the ball from Hercules. Yeah. Like, no problem. And so it's so, it's kind of anticlimactic in that yeah. instance. It, you know, well, it, it's, they, they made a big thing of nothing. Exactly. They made yeah. a big deal of this dog who had lived for 127 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was really just a dog who was living with a blind guy. And ultimately, I honestly think that that dog probably helped that blind guy more than yeah. they thought because it was, he could have just been a, a, a seeing eye dog for all they knew. Yeah. But we but never really saw had, him. But get they taken had off the leash, that thing that local legend that they had to carry on just cause. Well, see, I don't even think it was a legend in so far as it got out beyond like just the kids of the neighborhood. Yeah. I bet the parents are like, they're just, it's just dumb fucking dog. Yeah. Whoop the fucking dude. Yeah. But Mr. I mean, Myrtle's it, it, a nice like, guy. Yeah. Why but, didn't you just go fucking ask him? <laughs> right. Like you had said earlier, you know, when, when Mr. Myrtle was like, well, why didn't you just come ask me? I could have got it for you. And everybody was like, fuck you squints. Like we could have just fucking, we could have avoided this whole thing from the catapult to the vacuum to that vacuum explosion, by the way, is fucking spectacular. Yes. Yes. Also the catapult is also pretty spectacular. Yeah. Uh, and then also dropping Yaya in. Like, they <laughs> tried everything yeah. except going and knocking on, excuse me, knocking on the door. That's all <laughs> they needed to do was knock on the door. And yeah. everything would have been prevented. However, yeah. that wouldn't have been a good enough movie. So <laughs> they, they have to give all these things. But I fucking love this movie. Oh, yeah. I As, you know, I think movie. the speaking, talking to Mr. Myrtle about baseball for oh, once a week, every week, I think that's probably why Smalls goes on to actually be a... A sports commentator. Yeah, a sports yeah. commentator for baseball. He because probably, he knows about the sport. Yeah, he just doesn't... At that beginning, he knows about the sport. He just doesn't know how to play the sport. And then he Well, he doesn't taught, know any of the history of it either. Yeah. He knows well, I mean, it's he a sport. he doesn't know who the Greg Gambino is. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bambino, by the way. I know. I, I, I don't know why I keep saying Gambino. I don't... Probably a childish Gambino. Probably. I, I'm so sorry. I've been saying Gambino this whole time. Like, fucking dead to <laughs> I me apologize. now. Fucking dead to me. I don't I, even talk you, to me. I've said it. It's, <laughs> we're now we're in 15 in, and you haven't said shit until now. So fuck off. Like, the first few times, I'm like, she'll eventually get it. No, but I kept saying but no. Gambino. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I That's my bad. I meant Bambino. My, I should probably... Not the great Bambi? Not the great gam, not the great Bambi. I should probably make sure that like everything is. No, you got everything else right. Exactly. No, I mean I'm talking about like on our Instagram post because I'm pretty sure I put. Gambino. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I put great Gambino. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh man, I Damn need to start. It. I need to start reading our Instagram post. I <laughs> know. Oh, Damn it, I put great Gambino. Fuck. I'm changing it right now. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> I love baseball, too. I don't know why I kept saying Gambino. Jesus That's Christ. all right. I changed it. Yikes. 
yikes on a biscuit. I can't I can't be perfect all the time, y'all. So I think one of my favorite parts of this movie is just like at the very end where he's like narrating what happened to all the kids. Yeah. Just because there's some nice gems in there. Uh, like, I think uh, DeNunez, the guy who's the normal pitcher or whatever, he goes into, like, the minor leagues but never really went anywhere. Yeah. And then, like, the two brothers, they go on to invent the mini mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mini mall, yeah. Oh, man. And then Squints, that's how, that's when you learn that Squints actually went on to marry... Uh, Peppercorn. Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn, yeah. children. Nine kids, I think we said. Yeah, they had like a an excessive amount of children. It I mean, was, I wouldn't crazy. be opposed to having that many kids, but the wife's got to be okay with that, and I got to make enough money because I really don't. I've heard the horror stories from dad about how when he was younger, it was like a fucking free-for-all during dinner, and they were just trying to like get anything. Yeah, okay, here I have <laughs> it. Okay, I was looking it up, so just so I could actually do it. So, let's see. Okay. So, it was weird that Benny had said that Babe Ruth was like the Hercules of baseball and the beast's name ended up being Hercules. <laughs> None of us could ever figure out what that meant, but we were all amazed by it. I kept in touch with those guys over the years and I found out that Yaya's parents had shipped him off to military school. After the army, he became one of the pioneering and developers of bungee jumping. <laughs> of course, we all know why. Bertram, well, Bertram really got into the 60s and no one ever saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that, that's that guy. Timmy and Tommy, which is the, the brothers, became an architect and a contractor. They started out small, designing playground equipment and free-provocated tree houses, but they became multimillionaires when they invented mini malls. Squints grew up and married Wendy Peppercorn. Uh-huh. They have nine kids. They bought Vincent's Drugstore, and they still own it to this day. Hamilton Porter became a professional wrestler. We know him as the great Hambino. <laughs> <laughs> Deninez played AAA ball, but he never got into the majors. He owns his own business now, and he coaches the little league team that his sons play on called the Heaters. Hercules lived to be 199 years old uh, in dog years. Doggy years, sorry. Yes. I was the last one to move away. But when I did, the Sandlot was still there. After Benny pickled the beast, his reputation spread all over the town. And from then on, he was known as Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and the nickname stuck with him for the rest of his life. Yeah, and then it goes on to like show Benny actually playing for the Dodgers. Yep. And uh, then and then uh, Smalls is the commentator. Yeah. For them. I have chills all over my body. I, like, I, I it's love, such a great ending, too. I love too. this film. This I film love is... it so much. And it's so funny because, like I had said before, I had seen it a million times. I'd seen it a million times. But for some reason, like, it just doesn't stick with me. It, yeah. it doesn't... I, I watch it and then Does it I... Does stick with I, you forever? Forever. 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 <laughs> But the thing I, always I, screwed with me on that scene is like how much the bottom lip of that guy <laughs> gets squints, thrown out. Squints, yep. But I watch it and it's like every time I watch it, it's like the first freaking time. It's the first time I've ever watched it. No matter how many times I've seen it, it's I it's the first time. I think uh, it's the first yeah. time in probably like 15 something years since I've seen it from the very beginning. It's usually like midway through yeah. 
his initial like stint going with the kids no. before the ball thing happens or whatever, them just playing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, did you find any plot holes? Um, nothing that can't be attributed to them just being stupid kids. No. I think it's a pretty well-rounded, like, the through line makes sense, all this other stuff. Um, I'm surprised that they were able to get away with the, uh, big treehouse explosion and no one asked about it. (laughs) Cause yeah, I mean, I I think at that point the the parents would have stepped in and be like, what the fuck are you kids doing? (laughs) What the fuck is happening here? Yeah. I mean, you have exploded two vacuums. It would have been a fucking mushroom cloud. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. Not only, not only just an explosion in the treehouse, but what the fuck did you do to my vacuums? (laughs) I mean, they're like the super old style vacuums, and so it probably they, wouldn't I mean, have been the end of the world to have to get a new one. But still, like, what if the brothers almost died? He was in the explosion. Yep. <laughs> just so stupid. <laughs> and he just looks back at the treehouse. He's like, we've been approaching this all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just very, it's like, he just has a moment of clarity. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the explosion knocks some sense into him, literally. <laughs> God. Oh, God, God, it's terrible. All right. Well, what would you rate it? Um, fun scale, definitely like nine point five. This is just a oh fun... yeah, no, it's a it's a wonderful film, and I think objectively it's still pretty high too. It's yeah. like eight point five, yeah, or higher. Um, they're probably the only thing keeping it up into the nine range is just how cheesy it is. But I mean, it makes sense why it's so cheesy. But yeah, I, like this is just a good all around movie. This mm-hmm. is definitely like overall nine plus. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's more of a fun movie rather than an objectively good movie. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 No, I would, I would probably do it the same way. Like fun scale. I would almost give, I would give it like a 9.9. Yeah. Like, it, it's I, up there. I fucking love this movie. And like I said, I've seen it a million times, but every time I watch it, I feel like it's the first time that I've ever seen it. It is just so much fun. I have such a good time watching it. And there's always something that I catch that I'm like, oh man. I didn't catch it the last time. I oh my god! It. Yeah, right. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I, love it. I, I would, I would give it a nine point nine, almost a perfect, almost mm-hmm. a perfect, and then objective, probably a nine point seven. Like okay. just, just because, like I said, that's why I asked. Like, did you see any potholes? Because no, I, it, yeah. The like I said, the only thing that I can think of that could be a plot hole is them just not investigating after the explosion in the treehouse. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I mean, what, I, I mean, also, granted, if this happened during the middle of the day, parents might be at work. Yeah, but, but also like it's the, the 60s, like, um, so probably only like one of the parents is at work too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I almost said Mufasa's owner, but I meant <laughs> I meant uh, Hercules's owner. Uh, for some reason, you keep saying his name, and I can't keep retaining it. Mr. Martle. Mr. Martle, thank you. Uh, he did. He may be blind. Well, but I mean, he, he still might have heard it. Well, he was talking about, are you the kids that are making all that racket? Yeah. So okay, he probably yeah. just chalked it up. Yep. So I think the naming of the dog as Hercules is probably an homage to Babe Ruth since he knew yeah. Babe Ruth and just probably knew of that uh, moniker that was given to him. Mm-hmm. So it probably was not just a coincidence. Yeah. And they just didn't think. No. Like, oh, wait, he knew him. So maybe he just named. I just burped the- into the mic and I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking disgusting I, I well like i was like okay okay it's coming it's coming but i could make it silent and then all of a sudden i couldn't so <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> exactly, exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's fine. You uh, know what? You drink beer during a podcast, you're going to fucking burp. <laughs> I mean, you burped earlier. Yeah. It's a, but it that was, was a, that was like a full blown, I know I'm going to burp and I'm going to burp. So here it is. But that one was more of a, I'm going to try to contain it. And I wasn't able to. How so. unladylike. I can't uh, believe Never ever claimed to be ladylike. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe you would do this okay i'm sorry you just not (laughs) i'm sorry i've never ever claimed to be ladylike nor have i ever acted ladylike this is the clean christian conservative household and i will not have you doing this shit you want to not (laughs) (laughs) oh jeez look you listen to the person who would openly sleep in church so (laughs) (laughs) like oh this is church Pretty much. I think that's one of the reasons why we stopped going was because I could not be fucking bothered. Yeah. It's fucking eight o'clock in the morning. I'm a kid. I could not care less about all this Jesus mumbo jumbo. I had to be at church at eight thirty this morning to help film our Christmas plays because there are eight Christmas plays, and I want to that's eight too many. Blow my brains out, like kill me, which means that I had to find multiple actors in our small church in order to do it oh <laughs> my gosh i wanted Becky. to i want uh, yeah yeah i said gosh not god um but yeah no it i didn't even stay for church though because boyfriend was in a bowling tournament mm-hmm. so we were at the bowling alley from i mean priorities Nine thirty to no no. I mean, honestly, I probably should have stayed at church, but it is what it is. No, no, no. But yeah, ball, ball is life. When ball yeah. is life. Ball is life. Ball is life. It doesn't matter what <laughs> fucking ball. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the Sandlot. I uh, I know you guys have all seen it, and if you haven't, like I said, please proceed to extricate yourself from uh, the rock in which you are living under, and figure it the fuck out. Man, it is free you're gonna on run Disney out Plus. Of- you're going to run out of ways to say, get yourself out from under the rock. I think you come up with three or four different words that start with X something to describe that. And I'm not sure if half of them are even actual words, but... <laughs> but everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Just pointing yeah, it out. Yeah, fucking pitter-patter, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway... Get yourself out from underneath the rock, and whether it be an X word or not. Don't uh, be Patrick. Don't live under a rock. Yeah. Watch The Sandlot. And if you have gotten this far and have not watched The Sandlot, I really hope you haven't. Like, <laughs> really... Also, watch our next week's uh, movie, because I think it'll also... If you like baseball and want to know about the inner workings of baseball, yep. you'll learn a lot with this. Yeah, this is a movie that I am a little ashamed to say that I have never seen before. I watch Moneyball... At least twice a year. Yeah. It's one of my favorite baseball movies. I have not seen Moneyball. Uh, The only time that I have ever heard it referenced is in This is the End, when (laughs) Jonah Hill was like, dear God, it's Jonah Hill from Moneyball. (laughs) That's that's it. That's all I got. I mean, I'm sure if Jonah Hill at that time was trying to reference a movie he was probably not ashamed of for how vulgar well, it was. I think I think I think uh this is the end came out in 2013, 2014, which was like a year or two after Moneyball. Yeah. Yeah. But Moneyball is probably like one of his first like non comedy vulgar No, no, roles. it was after it was after he was nominated for an Oscar because Danny McBride mm-hmm. is like John Hill, 
You're a fucking Oscar nominated actor. So fucking get out. He might have been yeah. nominated for Moneyball. Uh, no, I think it was for. Uh, I actually think it was for Django. Django Unchained. Yeah. He's not in Django Unchained. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is in Django Unchained. I'm pretty sure that came out after this is the end, though. Let's yeah. confirm. No, Jonah Hill is in Django Unchained because he's like he's uh, the uh, daddy, daddy, um, daddy. Okay, so Django Unchained is 2012. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the end. end. Had to have been 2013. 2013. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So, but and Chained, he is. Okay. Yeah. He's one of the bagheads. Okay. Yeah. That's he's, why I don't he's all. Him. He's all. But I can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the pre KKK members. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's why I didn't remember him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's in it pretty briefly, but I think that might have been his first Oscar nomination as like a supporting actor or something. I don't I don't think it was for Django. Why? What would it have been for then? My guess is Moneyball. Oh, maybe yeah. Because he's he plays like the key supporting act like role in Moneyball. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But anyway, so join us next week for Moneyball. We were going to do The Natural, which I know is more of a baseball movie than Moneyball. However. I think that Moneyball needs to happen. Yeah, very much I think, so. I think that it's a little bit more dissectable than the natural. Because with the baseball movies that we... It was Moneyball. Uh, the movies that we have been doing this month, they've been great. However, they have not been dissectable. Yeah. I, think that, I think that Moneyball will at least give us something with depth to talk about. Moneyball has one of the best... Uh, quotes from any baseball movie that i love yeah no i'm ex- i'm excited to watch it don't ruin it for me i have not seen it so there's don't rich ruin teens it for me. there's poor teens there's 50 feet of shit are you ruining and it then for me i just fucking told you not to ruin it for yeah, me that line happens like in the first 10 minutes so <laughs> don't, don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> anyway moneyball is on netflix okay. right now so if you have if you are one of our two listeners uh watch it and we will be back next week with Moneyball and a beer that Tyler enjoys, which I probably will not enjoy. Hopefully I'm able to smuggle some back from Texas. Yes, that is that is the that is the hope. Probably won't be cold. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Um, or I can see. I can always pick something up and we can do t- excuse me. Damn. A uh, a Texas beer the week after. But yeah. Yeah, um, I'll see what I can arrange yeah but we'll figure it out but moneyball next week new beer next week uh if you have any suggestions for beer at this point we would love suggestions for movies however we cannot promise that we will do them because going into december we are going to do christmas movies i think we could um, probably slot in one non-christmas movie yeah i mean probably at if least we, to kind of break it up get a recommendation yeah yes if you would like another baseball movie or any other just random movie that you would like us to review within the next month hit us up on instagram at send help underscore beer and movies uh or on twitter at send underscore bam um we also have a email uh if you prefer that method uh which is send help bam at gmail.com or on facebook at send help all we have in the desert is beer and movies colon podcast yes or also, you could hit us up individually. I am more than willing to give you my 
social media personally, not my Facebook, obviously, but my, my Instagram is kfay two underscores. That's it. And if you can't find it, then that's your bad. I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. So, um, my Twitter, uh, is, uh, T underscore at T underscore Farron. So, yeah, yeah. nope. That's if you, if you find us there, then great. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to find us there other than that. So help us out. Let yeah. us know what movies you want us to review. Let us know what beers you want to review. Um, we want to we want to cater to you. We're not catering to anybody but you. So yeah, we want our list of movies to be more of something we fall back on when we don't have suggestions. Yep. So yep. give uh, us suggestions. Yeah. We would love to review the movies that you want to hear about. It doesn't matter if it's some fucking stupid C movie that you find hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot on our on our list that are that same way. However, if you want to hear it, we'll do it. If there's a movie that you think is a classic that we haven't covered yet, we may have seen it, we may not have, but regardless, we still want to cover it because it's a movie that you like. So we'll send do it our way. Yep, we are here for you. Yep. So we'll see you next week with Moneyball and a new beer and. Coming into December, we're doing Christmas movies. So, like I said, any recommendations? Would be fucking swell. Up. Yep, yep. We're not gonna do we're not gonna do the normal like Nightmare Before Christmas or anything like that. We're gonna try to do a little obscure, but also kind of not. We'll see. What for Christmas movies? Yeah. I thought we had like a Christmas story in there. Well, we have a Christmas story, yes, and then we also have you know Love Actually. Okay. And, uh... I mean, we could throw, like, It's a Wonderful Life in there. Uh, no, there's a few more in there, but it doesn't matter. But if you <laughs> if you have a Christmas movie that you want to listen to, you let us know. But, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go make uh, chicken tortilla soup. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, I'll be sure to enjoy that, and... Not to the listeners. They can let their imaginations run wild. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys are all jealous <laughs> that you guys don't get to eat my chicken tortilla soup because it is amazing. <laughs>